coming up. I'm going to pause right there for a minute. No one can explain what God decides. Yeah. Oh, we need to hear that today. Yeah. Our society need to hear that today. Everybody trying to figure out and talk about what God decisions God have made, positively or even negatively. Yeah. Hey, um, we've already talked about in this series that our knowledge and understanding of God is limited. We only know what God has revealed to us and he hasn't revealed it all because if he reveals it all, he's no longer God. Hello, and thank you for joining us on One by One, the podcast ministry of Pastor Robert of Quench Life Christian Fellowship. There are some things about God that every believer should always keep in mind. First of all, God is, was, and always will be. Join us for the message series, God Is, where Pastor Robert and his wife Carolyn walk through some of the qualities of God that we can confidently put our trust in. Here's the sixth message in the series, The Omniscience of God, part one. The message series is entitled, God Is. God is. And just that, the thought of that, just thinking about that, I'm sure it engenders different thoughts and feelings for you. And it ought to, um, because God is, is, is an important reality for every human being. It ought to be. Mm -hmm. And so um, we've had several messages in this series we talked about the transcendence of god the goodness of god the holiness of god the immutability of god the omnipotence of god and today our subtopic is the omniscience of god the omniscience of god yeah. and so i trust that you have the message outline downloaded and you have it in whatever format that you like. And so we're going to dive in to the concept, the topic of the omniscience of God. Amen. So on your outline, write this down. What is the definition of omniscience? What is the definition of omniscience? If you look closely at the word, just like we, we went through this last week, you can unpack the word if you know the English language a little bit. I know it sounds like a big word and sounds all fancy, but really when you look at it, you really look at the word, you see the, you see the letters and the words in the word. Mm -hmm. You see that there's a compound word here. Yeah. And the first part is omni, which means all. Mm -hmm. And then the second part is science. So we're really saying omniscience. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but it's pronounced omniscience. I don't think you can say omniscience. I don't think that's a proper way to pronounce it. Um, but it's pronounced omniscience, but it's really omniscience. And all science is, is knowledge. Yeah. That just means knowledge. So what we're really saying is about God is his all knowledge mm -hmm. or his all knowing. Right. He knows it all. He knows it all. Mm -hmm. And so 
here I want to use a couple definitions from a few uh, theological reference books mm -hmm. from the Baker Encyclopedia of, of the Bible. It gives a definition of, uh, of omniscience. It says God's infinite knowledge, mm -hmm. infinite knowledge, y'all, and understanding of things past, present, and future. Let that, let that seek in a little bit. Mm -hmm. God has infinite knowledge, unending knowledge of the past, the present, and the future. Yeah. Okay. That means amongst, a, it means a whole bunch of things, but one of the things I want you to get is that it means that God is not surprised hmm. by anything that happens in your life. Right. Right. <laughs> All right. He's not surprised. But I, I know you and I, we get surprised, mm -hmm. but God, nope. he saw it coming. Yeah. yeah, he knew it was coming. Mm -hmm. Whatever, whatever came. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. ain't you? Aren't you glad? Let me speak. Get my English right here. Aren't you glad that God knows your name, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? And He holds your hand because mm -hmm. the one who knows what's coming in your life has got your hand. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with ain't. Ain't you glad? <laughs> I know I am. And he knows. He he, he knows. knows. He already he already knows when I I I thought the wrong thing. Yeah. He already knows. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. And so he ain't. He's not surprised. He ain't yeah. surprised. That's right. He already knew it would happen before it happened. Mm -hmm. It's and that what that's called is foreknowledge. It's called foreknowledge. It's yes. knowledge he knew beforehand. Yes. So yes. God um, has infinite knowledge and understanding of the things past, present, and future. Amen. Another uh, theological reference book, the Nelson's New Illustrated Bible Dictionary, gives this definition for omniscience: a theological term that refers to God's superior knowledge and wisdom. His power to know all things. Mm -hmm. His power to know all things. Yeah. I said before in this series that all these, the different um, subtopics we've had, they're all intertwined. They're interchanged. They're, they're, they're inseparable. They all collectively make up God. So yeah. God's transcendence, goodness, holiness, immutability, omnipotence, and omniscience mm -hmm. are tied together. They're interconnected. And we see here with the New Nelson's New Illustration Bible Dictionary definition that it's his power. We already talked about how God was all powerful, huh? omnipotent. Yes. So is he talking about his power now to know everything? Mm -hmm. <laughs> his power to know all things. Amen. Now I want you to understand that the word omniscience is not in the Bible. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It doesn't appear in Scripture, but the concept clearly does. And we're going to see that as we go through our message today. The concept is very obvious yeah. throughout God's word, though the word itself is not there. Mm -hmm. But you're going yeah. to see that for yourself. In fact, let me give you an example. Mm -hmm. Here, Psalms 147.5. <clears throat> it simply says this, our Lord is great and powerful. There is no limit to what he knows. That's it. Y'all get that? Mm -hmm. There's no limit 
to what God knows. Is, is, is that omniscience? Is yes. that all-knowing or what? Mm -hmm. There's no limit, no limit to what he knows. Amen. Ain't that something? So God's not surprised by anything mm -mm. that happens in your life. It doesn't surprise him. Mm -hmm. So when you when things happen and it shakes you up, just say, God, you, God, I know you know. You knew mm -hmm. this was coming. Mm -hmm. And Lord, I know that my hand is in your hand. So I'm trusting you. I have no clue whether I'm going to go left or right. I don't know what to do, but I know you know what I ought to do. Yeah. And my hand is in your hand. Father, lead and guide me mm -hmm. to whatever it is you want me to do. Right. You have to surrender to God. Mm -hmm. But oftentimes we don't do that. As you know, we still try to get it done our way and our, on our time and all of that. And then we don't trust God the one who knows all, and then we want to act like we know. Yeah. And I don't know about you, but I fell into some ditches yep. because I Did acted, you? I acted like I knew mm -hmm. and I was totally wrong mm -hmm. and fell into some ditches. Yep. Guilty. I'm guilty of that too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so Amen. I want to, I want, I want y'all to get this today that God is omniscient, only he, and, and we're going to see just how omniscient he is. Amen. So on your outline, write this down. B, some more truths about God's, God's omniscience or all-knowing nature. Mm -hmm. Some more truths about God's omniscience or all-knowing nature. So understand God's all-knowing, his all-knowingness, if you will, mm -hmm. is part of his nature. It's, it's who he is. It's who he is, yes. Okay, it's, yes. it's not something that he's acquired no he's all he's always had it mm -hmm. he's always been all known yeah okay and and so it's part of his nature mm -hmm. look at number one so the first truth that we want to talk about today is only god is omniscient only god is omniscient only he knows everything mm -hmm. it's only god who knows everything amen and we should consider it a blessing that the God who knows everything has thought so highly of us to share some of what he knows with us. Right, yeah, right. <laughs> All right. We should, we should consider that a blessing. Uh -huh. All right. Amen. Uh, and so as, as we are walking through this message today, I hope you are sensing and feeling and accepting the blessing in this word today. Mm -hmm. about God's omniscience. I hope it blesses you like it has blessed me. Amen. So look what it says here in Romans 11, 33 through 36. It says, yes, God's riches are very great. His wisdom and knowledge have no end. Okay, no end to it. No one can explain what God decides. I'm going to pause right there for a minute. Mm. No one can explain what God decides. Yeah. Oh, we need to hear that today. Yeah. Our society need to hear that today. Everybody trying to figure out and talk about what God decisions God have made positively or even negatively. Yeah. Okay. Um, we've already talked about in this series that our knowledge and understanding of God is limited. 
We only know what God has revealed to us. And he hasn't revealed it all. Because if he reveals it all, he's no longer God. Mm. He's given us all his game. You know, he doesn't turn it all over. He's not, he's, he's God. He, we don't, we can't do what he's doing. He transcends us. So we can't understand God completely. It's not even possible. Yeah. So for us to pontificate mm -hmm. about um, what we know about God, we only can do that to the degree that God has shown us. Mm -hmm. And what we can pontificate about is what God has said in his word. That's it. Yeah. Can't go any further than that. So we can't act like we can explain God's decisions. And even when we think we're understanding what scripture is saying, there's still this other element of, well, this is what it reads like. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there's still elements where God hasn't revealed everything. Yes, yes. In it. So we have to be cautious about some things. Mm -hmm. Now, obviously in scripture, there are some things God has made more evident than others. But all I'm saying to you, to us, we got to reserve God the right to be God and understand we're not going to understand him completely. Yeah. And that we won't, we can't explain some of his decisions. Mm -hmm. It goes on to read here. It says, no one can understand his ways. Again, we can't understand all of his ways. He's shown us some of his ways, given us some understanding, but there's a whole nother realm <laughs> to God's understanding. Mm -hmm. We can't understand it. Amen. All right. And so it, it goes on to say, verse 34, as the scriptures say, who can know what's on the Lord's mind? Mm -hmm. Who can know it? It's, it's, it's a rhetorical question. It's saying that nobody can. Nobody can. <laughs> you can't know what's on the Lord's mind. It's, and it asks another question. Who is able to give him advice? Mm -hmm. Nobody can give God advice, right? Mm -hmm. And then verse 35 says, who has ever given God anything? <laughs> nobody can give God anything. God owes nothing to anyone. And then verse 36 says, yes, God made all things and everything continues through him and for him. So God, for him, to God be the glory forever. Amen. Amen. So God made everything and everything continues because of God. Mm -hmm. And it was made for God. Yeah. You got, we got to understand that. So one of the reasons we get mixed up on trying to, trying to tell God and explain God's decisions and act, you know, we get mixed up because we miss the fact we think some things were made for us. Yeah. And no, no, it was not made for you. It was made for God. So whatever you have, understand it was given to you uh, for you to steward and for you to use it for God's glory. That's what it's given you, not That's for right. your pleasure. That's right. Now, God is good enough for you to get some pleasure yeah. in it. Yeah. But he didn't give it to you so that you would get pleasure. He gave it to you for his own desires, for his own reasons, and for his own pleasure. That, that's a very extremely important point yes. there because we have so many gifts and, and we may be using those gifts and we, we're still feeling like a void, like it's not, something's not there, right? Mm -hmm. We're not feeling enriched. We're not feeling full about it. 
And oftentimes it's because we're not using our gifts for God's glory. Mm -hmm. He gave them to us to do his, to work in his purpose. And oftentimes we're not doing that. That's right. And once we do that, we feel that we feel that we feel the void. We feel that satisfaction. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I, I let me tell you from experience, there's nothing mm. like that. What my wife just yes. explained, when you use what God gave you for his glory, mm -hmm. it blesses us in a way that nothing like nothing else does. Amen. And so we got to understand only God is omniscient. We can't explain his decisions. We don't know his ways. Mm -hmm. We All we know is what he's shown us. And that's limited, very limited, I might add. Yeah. And so um, we got to understand that God created science. God created science. Science. There's no knowledge without God. Right, right, right. We would know nothing. If, yeah. if it wasn't for God. That's right. That's <laughs> okay. Right. There, so there's no science without God. Mm -hmm. So science should not be trying to dictate who God is right. or what he's done or what he should do. God created science. Science didn't create God. Mm -hmm. So sci God, a uh, science is a servant to God. So science should not be trying to tell the master who he is, what he should do, and what he has done. All science can do is be an indicator mm -hmm. of who God is. All right, that's right. An indicator of what God has done. Yeah. But not a dictator. Yeah. And too often in our society, in the world, people, human beings, created beings, mm -hmm. try to dictate who God is. When you create it, you're created. You can't yeah. tell the creator right. how he is created or who he is. Right, because he created you. Because he created you. Mm -hmm. So don't look to science to dictate who God is. No, it is just an indicator mm -hmm. of who yeah. God is and what yeah. God has done. Great point. That's yeah. all it can do. Yes. So in this passage we just read, and these, there's some rhetorical questions, mm -hmm. and this those questions are referencing another passage because it says, um, as the scripture says. So I just want to look at at least one of the places where the scripture speaks on this, mm -hmm. and that's Isaiah 40, 13 and 14, on those rhetorical questions that was in Romans. Mm -hmm. It says here, who could know the Lord's mind? Who could be his teacher or give him advice? Did the Lord ask anyone, anyone's help? Did anyone teach him to be fair? Mm -hmm. Did anyone teach him knowledge? Did anyone teach him to be wise? Mm -hmm. No, those are rhetorical questions. Nobody did all of that. Yeah. So why are we trying to tell God what's fair? Mm -hmm. Why are we trying to tell God um, anything? God knows everything. Amen. It's a futile effort. Our opinions mean nothing. Mm -hmm. So we should stop trying to tell God what's right or wrong. Amen. We should go to God to figure out and find out what's right or wrong. Amen. We need to let him tell us that. And whatever we think God is saying, we must it must line up with his word. So we have to line it up with his word. And because that's the primary means that God has given us any information about who he is and what he's done. That's the primary means. Mm -hmm. Amen. 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 And so the second truth 
that we need to know about omniscience and God's all-knowing nature is God knows everything about the universe. God knows everything about the universe. Mm -hmm. He created it, so he should know everything about it, right? Right, right. Right. Mm -hmm. Real simple. Yeah. Hebrews 4.13a says, nothing in all creation is hidden from God. Not a thing. Not a thing is hidden from God in all creation. So whatever you see, hear, sm smell, taste, touch, it's all created and none of it's hidden from God. Okay, none of it's hidden. We got to know that. Look what Psalm 147.4 says. It says, he counts the stars and knows each of them by name. Y'all hear that? God is speaking of God counting the stars and knowing each of them by name. The stars have names. You've been listening to One by One. Here's a personal message from Pastor Robert. You may have never said yes to Jesus Christ. Do you know that God loved you so much that he sent his son to die for your sin? If you're ready to say yes to the love that God showed, pray this prayer. Lord God, I admit that I've sinned against you. I believe that Jesus Christ died for my sin and I commit my life to you. I ask that you come into my life Come into my heart. Take control. Transform me into the character of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, I want to be the first to welcome you to the family of God. And I want to encourage you to find a church where you can learn more about Jesus, draw closer to God, and to other believers. God bless you. To learn more about Quench Life Christian Fellowship, visit quenchlife.org. You can follow us on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and connect with us on LinkedIn. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at quenchlifecf to receive regular words of encouragement and ministry updates. Join us next time you knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful and I know that full well. So let's pause for a moment here. And the writer of Psalm, Psalmist is saying, Lord, you created me my innermost being. You created me. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. Y'all see how involved God is with people? And the writer here is saying, I, I acknowledge that. Yeah. And Lord, and I praise you because you have made me wonderfully. Thank you for listening.